What's up? What's up? Hey, y'all. How y'all doing? <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. Um, welcome back to another episode of Because Life Podcast, episode 80. That's crazy. I love even numbers. I, me too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm your co-host, Ashley. Oh, Nimi Bond. What's up? <laughs> what is up? How are you? How was your... I feel like I haven't... I feel like I've been having a long weekend. So how was your weekend? Oh, that's nice. Yes, yeah, it's like Thursday. Yeah. Um, I had a good time. I celebrated a, a cousin's birthday. Ooh, nice. Um, we went to dinner in the city, and they got me in the city on a Monday, baby. Oh, After work, because oh, I worked a full... Y'all worked yesterday? Yeah. Wow. I really feel like some companies are just like, okay, y'all want to... <laughs> y'all want to play about Columbus? <laughs> yeah. You ain't getting this day. Well, they changed the day. Did you see it on the calendar? No. It's Indigenous People Day. Uh, oh, I mean, so it's then we kinda, should get it off then, right? We, we are off. Well, no, I'm not. not you. <laughs> um, it's like double. Like, it still has Columbus Day, like, underneath it when you look on the calendar. Cringe. I guess what kind of, depending on the people you're talking to, that's yeah. who's celebrating what. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no full day of work yesterday. Full day. Um, outside of that, this weekend I went to brunch. Ooh, where'd you go? This place that East Orange called. <laughs> Don't give me the line, but it was black owned. It was cute. It was good. I'll send you the link wherever. Yeah, it was actually near the other else. place we went to in East Orange, oh, West Orange. Oh, South Beach next there. No, no South, South Beach, Beach is in Orange. Orange or East Orange. One or two. Yeah. East Orange, Orange. You know. But um. No, we went. You and I went to this a place down the street before. Oh, really, girl? Again, send me the address and I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was a good time. That's fine. The men were fine. <laughs> um, it's like it was a turn up brunch. Like a. It was actually DJ? like a football brunch, which I thought was football. Yeah, that was like their theme of for the day, or I don't know if like. We were just late to brunch, or like it was a brunch <laughs> football thing, because like in between the mu- in between the commercials, they would play music. That part was a football party and not a brunch. I promise you, we paid for brunch. Okay, okay. <laughs> so okay. I don't know. It was a little strange, but we had a good time nonetheless. Um, That's good. Yeah, and I just spent a lot of time with my girlfriends this weekend. It was a good time. That's well, good. It's almost every weekend, but still, <laughs> it was That's a good one. Good. Um. I spent the weekend with my boyfriend <laughs> a lot. Um, we've actually been seeing each other like every weekend. He probably gonna be mad at me talking about him on this podcast. Then again, he probably won't. Whatever. Um, I, since I've since we met, we spent every single weekend together. So this weekend, I was like, okay, um, we need a break. <laughs> really? Yeah, a little breathe, a little space. Mm. I need some me time. Yeah. That's nice, though. It is nice that I have to, like, ask for, like, breathing space. Right. Because <laughs> I don't, that's not, not common. Men be, I need my space. Yeah. Okay, I get it, but, like. I just don't want to, like, lose myself in a relationship and, like, lose myself or, like, lose my bond with my friends and stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not doing anything with them, but <laughs> I need some space. I need some me time, for real. Mm-hmm. But the weekend was good. I mean, I was sick on Saturday, but. I'm all better now. What kind of suit? No, I wasn't COVID sick. Oh, you, you gotta ask these things, girl. <laughs> Not COVID sick. Nah. You gotta ask. We so silly. Okay. Um, we actually went to um, a bar on Friday for one of my uh, for my best friend's birthday. 
Um, it was very interesting. I've never been to a bar with like a, a spouse. Should I say spouse? That's like married, right? That that is in fact married. Okay, so partner. That sounds like something else. Boyfriend. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to use a different word in okay. boyfriend. <laughs> People do say partner though. Okay, so that's my first time like at a bar with a partner, like someone I'm with, and mm-hmm. it was very interesting because when I got up to go to the bathroom. When I came back, this some guy was like trying to trying to holler, and old boy spinned around like, "Whoa, whoa, <laughs> what are you doing there, partner?" Mm-hmm. So that was interesting. It was nice. <laughs> it that was you nice. loved it, I did. But um, weekend was overall really good, though. No complaints. Love that for you. Thank you. You're glowing. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> um, so I wanted real talk before we get into like all our stuff, right? Did we talk about this last week about Tia Mori and her husband? No. We didn't. No. How do you feel about this? I don't care. Okay. Well, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I think I do because I, I feel like I'm so attached to Tia. I don't know why. Like, I follow her on Instagram. She's amazing on Instagram, I feel like. She's I like, actually hate her content. Why? I just don't know. It just seems forced. And I don't think it's forced. Mm. It seems really like. To be honest, the whole divorce is like, all right, now I understand because homegirl behind Wally. <laughs> um, I don't know. I like it. I think she's like fun and open, whatever. But anyway, the whole Tia and Corey thing definitely, it shook me. It shocked me. And not to say that people can't get divorced, mm-hmm. but you know, some things just shock you. The it's internet was very much in an uproar. See, I didn't see anyone talking about it oh my so God, much. It was all over my timeline, it was like, ugh, are you losing? Faith and black love. And I'm what? Like, they have nothing to do with okay, my life. That's, that's a little extra. Like, people were upset. Like, let her, like, and, and then there were the conversation, like, let's celebrate the ending of something that didn't no longer, that no longer served, yeah, you know, yeah, both yeah. parties. Like, yeah. We have to change the, di- the conversation around breakups. All breakups aren't sad. Facts. You know, sometimes they're, they needed. allow for growth, right? Mm-hmm. That every ending is the beginning. So, yeah. Um, shout outs to her. I, don't, I mean, I don't know how much yeah, she's right? anybody out or not. I mean, it seemed as very much like she wanted it. It does. Yeah. It does. Um, and whatever, for whatever reason it is, what it is. I don't need to know what the issue is. That I don't need to know. Mm-hmm. Some people might be, might want to know. They was like, fix it. Fix it. Now, how you want somebody to fix it? And you don't even know what's happening. <laughs> right. This nigga could have choked me. <laughs> right. Fix it. Fix it. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Um. Yeah, you never know. But I was, I was definitely taken back. I thought it was fake. To be honest, I was he like, won't nah, be able to live fine. his nice Stedman life anymore. Stedman. What are you calling? That's him? what they were calling him, Stedman. He had a whole career. He I has mean, a career. but they say he was like averaging like one non-box office movie a year. I mean, but Tia ain't no best. big like movie star though. But she, she did the game, and that was like a big hit, and, and she made great money off of it. She yeah. doesn't have to work again. I mean, I get it, but. They, him on the other hand what did he do that was like monumental i mean what is his name Corey. okay <laughs> sure T- Corey mori no no you're so stupid <laughs> it's hardick hardick hardwick oh no, yeah hardick. i did know that actually hardick. because yeah. i know her last name see he is the now jay-z of the jay-z and beyonce oh wow. they be like beyonce's husband <laughs> i'm done <laughs> I'm done. You can't play Jay Z out like that. People do it all the time. What? 
Rocky. I those <laughs> Wow. And now ASAP Rocky is. Um, but yeah, I understand that. Though. I don't. ASAP Rocky is pretty like. I mean, I think Jay Z is pretty global too. Oh yeah, but like for the nineties. <laughs> no, he's still global. The nigga's a million, a billionaire. Like he is still global, <laughs> music wise, right? Like he's still global. I don't know. They be playing him out though. People been playing him out since he came out. <laughs> Don't be hating. At him. least he don't care. Shout out he to him. He sure does not care. Shout outs to him. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, have you been watching uh House of Dragon? House of the Dragon? Okay, so I've been falling asleep on it, but I watched the most recent episode. So wait. <laughs> so there's holes in my timeline. Yeah. I was going back to watch it, but people were over on Sunday and it was like, oh, let's watch it. And I was like, I won't be the party pooper. I'll just go back and watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, the last episode was very well written. I didn't once get sleepy. <laughs> Not that they were bad. It's just that I fall asleep on TV unless it's really good TV. What? You don't think this is really good? Um, Yo, I be in trees every episode. I think you probably like the fights more than talking then. Because for the most part, it's been more conversation than like fights and stuff. Yeah. I really can't explain but why I, I like fall asleep the, on TV. I like the in-depth conversation they had because it, it definitely helps follow the timeline. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, because leads, of a different uh, actress or actor in each role every other episode. Like, so it's hard to keep up. moved it once, twice. All right, the timeline moved up like three times. Twice. It moved up from with them being kids mm-hmm. to them being adults, so that's one. And they already had kids, and then they moved up to the kids being big. That's it. <laughs> it seems like a lot. It feels like a lot. I'm like, wait. It took me a minute to figure out the queen was still the queen in this last episode. But again, I do have holes in my like oh, timeline. Gotta fill you in, girl. Or I'm, you gotta I'm gonna catch up. In. I'm gonna catch up. But it's really good. Um, I was a little skeptical at first. I was like, damn, it's gonna like match up to Game of Thrones. Yeah, <laughs> I, I knew it was gonna be good. I, I was, I want well because Game of Thrones disappointed all of us in the, the end. In the, in the end, I know that was like. Several seasons I in. I don't care. And I even, was nervous. And even so, the whole season wasn't bad. It just ended bad. No, that whole season was trash. Wow. The only good episode was the one with the, the fight when Arya killed Homeboy. That's it. That's the only really? good episode. Yes. Everything else was like, when the, when the season first came on, I was like, this is not Game of Thrones. Like, the first episode of season eight, I was like, this just feels really odd and off. Wow. From but the beginning, you, it felt off to you've me. You've always been a hard critic of TV, though. Not really. Yes. Nah, I ain't the only one that think the same. That they think that way. <laughs> I'm not a hard critic. I just like what I like. And What's supposed to be a hard critic? Critic. I can't, you know I don't be remembering <laughs> the exacts, but I remember like talking to you and you like you you think that is bad? <laughs> what? I lived for that. What? <laughs> okay. Oh, well, something I think is bad. Yeah. And you're like, what do you mean? Like, huh? Oh, okay. Yeah, like this movie was terrible, and like, <laughs> oh, example. What you or was it your brother that y'all don't think that um, Killmonger is a good actor? What's his name? Oh, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, he's not. That's crazy to he's me. Not you. Got to pay attention. He <laughs> talks like he's in the theater. Like you told me to beat you. No. No, sir. He talks like he's like reading the script. Pay attention next time you look at him on, on screen. I just don't think he had a lot of big talking roles like Jason Momoa, right? Like they're there for the glitz and glam. 
Nah. But they, they don't he have had, like solid. He had Tony Rose in, in um, Wakanda. Yeah, that was like the first and he had one. Rose in, nah, he had this stuff that he was like leading in. Not not like big. I also didn't watch movies. that TV show he grew up on. What TV Sorry. show he grew up on? The one in Baltimore. Which one? Again, I'm I'm really bad at these things. I don't um, know. I watched The Corner. Not he the, wasn't in that. Hold on. I didn't watch um, another one everybody talk about. It's not HBO, I think. The Wire? The I never Wire. watched that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I never so watched I The Wire. Know. So I, I don't have any... I have no idea what he did. Me, on I, that. I actually either. just learned he was on that. Uh, I can't tell you who was on it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he was on. It. I don't think he's a bad actor. I, I do think he's, he's funny looking. Wow, <laughs> but he's not a bad actor. I don't think he's horrible. I mean, he's bad, but he's not good. Like he's not not about to get no Oscars like at all. Not. I mean. I probably but, can't argue that. Who knows? Yeah, I don't but, think he plays those Oscars kind of roles. Have, that's yeah. true too. I don't think he plays those kind of roles. That's true too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, I liked um, Game of Thrones. That's what we were talking about, right? Yeah. The House of the, um, House of the Dragon. Um. Okay. So the affirmation of this week um, is: I do not sacrifice my peace for the convenience of others. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus. <laughs> That has been something that I've really been like living in. The quote, the the affirmation. The affirmation. I just don't care. Yeah, you don't care. I don't care. Cool. Because it comes becomes a people pleasing thing, which I suffered a lot of growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you just yeah, it sucks because you're putting everyone else before you, and it's like forget how I'm feeling. Just as long as everyone else is fine, it's exhausting. I freed myself of that. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so my black business of the week goes out to um, FBF Body. It's a shapewear and athleisure for every woman company. They celebrate 10 years in business in August uh, 2022. <laughs> and I've actually been following this lady for that whole entire 10 years. So I saw her grow her business. Like, you you, ever, you know how we see people on, like, social media, like, wow, they got a nice business. Like, how did they start? I literally saw this lady start from selling t-shirts in her living room, like the print on them. Well, it was, the original name was called Fuck Me and Fat. Mm-hmm. That was the original name. She changed it, I guess, for like marketing purposes. Right. Because um, now she's on like, um, she was on The View, um, Oprah's like top 20 list or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, she's been- Favorite think, things. Favorite things, yeah. yeah. You um, really winning if you get on that list. Nah, facts. Mm-hmm. facts. It changes people's lives. But she's um been doing the damn thing and she got she got sweatsuits coming out at the end of the month. I'm excited. I'm glad you're excited. Because I love sweatsuits. And I like her I like her stuff. Sometimes I'd be like, eh, it's like hit or miss. But I do like her stuff. And I like her. It's all about people be like, Oh, why you buy from this person? It kinda it's a person you're buying into. You buy into the brand, absolutely. Yes. Um so not everything I everything she has I love, but I'm excited for this sweatsuit. <laughs> Isn't coming in green and orange. Does it come out in drops? Like, do you gotta like? So when it comes out in drops, um, with hers, I would say in the last two years, no, because it's gotten to the point where she has like a lot of inventory. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, actually, no, I'm no, I'm t- I take that back. She didn't do drops like how Mia Ray does drops and stuff. So I looked at my broke nail. She don't. <laughs> talking with that hand. I know. <laughs> he was just focused on that middle figure like, that nail is broke, ain't it? Goes to the right hand. <laughs> um, yeah, when she first came out, it wasn't, I can't remember if it was drops like, like how Mia Ray does it. 
Not like you got to like run real fast to get this. No. Because these black owned brands, the the way they be stressing me out. <laughs> okay. Because I signed up to get the, not signed up. I'm in line to get this Teflar bag. You Wait, you still in line to get this bag? No, 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 no. But the day of, oh, like the day of the drop. Still. 30 minutes, I'm staring at my screen and sweating, okay? It's still a come. Um, oh, wow. This is now a month. Whoa. I feel, is it a month? It, it, feel, it feels like a month. No, I think it's only been like a week. <laughs> we it hasn't been it. a week. It hasn't been a week. It's it been more than a week. Two weeks. Like three. <laughs> okay, I'll say three. I don't know. I think it's and like I just keep weeks. refreshing my dog when tracking them, and nothing's coming up. <laughs> and my friends are getting their bags, and they're like, "Cause you, cause you brought two, it's on you." And oh, I'm like, oh. "No, you bought two. You out here fancy? Which one did you buy?" I brought the black one for work. It's like a black, the black medium size. Okay. And I brought a small, what they call ox blood, but it's like burgundy. Oh, okay. The oh, shoes yeah. I ordered to match them two weeks after came <laughs> <Okay>. arrived. <laughs> okay. The way I'm stressing, and I was having a conversation with one of my friends, and I was just like, these people are not going to respect me until I get this bag, and I'm I walk done. into this bag in, all, in the <laughs> office. Like, I just feel like I need it. I'm going to email them oh my and tell them, like, I need this for my, my career <laughs> is depending on this, because I need the respect. I'm walking in with a book bag now, a Miri book bag, of course. but Of course. But. Because why not? They need to respect me. I'm I stuffing my laptop into the corners because yes, it, like, barely fit. <laughs> Now, if I get this Teflar or Telfar, I always say it wrong. Me too. Yeah. Telfar. Yeah. If I get this Telfar, they wouldn't have no choice. It says manager. I'm done. It says I am over the department. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. Where's my latte? (laughs) With the coffee. Do you see it? Uh, No. (sighs) You you got to envision it. I've I've seen it. The first day I get, I'm wearing all black. Of course. I've already cleaned it out. out. I'm done with you. I need to be responsible. First of all, I saw the, a bag that I wanted from them because this lady had it on her vlog channel. I was like, oh, I like that one. It's a circle one. Oh, said, yeah, that one cute. was cute. I went to look. I said, never mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like the, $526 or, or $820 or something. It was he a raised lot. his prices. Let me it tell was you. a lot. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, I'm not doing that. Prices is going up. And they staying in my pockets. And that's why they be stressing <laughs> me out, too. But it's okay. I'll spend it. I didn't really love the circle bags. I'm like, I think that was so cute. I like that better. What am I going to put in it? <laughs> I mean, what? that's true too. <laughs> okay, it's just for a look anyway. Right. I love the little square ones. I hate. The oh, like bags. my my like, Brandon Blackwood. Yeah, I was like, like, what is this tiny thing cute. she's coming in here with? It's cute. I actually, wore it to. <laughs> intervention today. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> what is the infatuation with these small bags? I don't like big bags unless I have a lot to carry, and I never do unless I'm going to the office. I mean that that's not a bad. That's a decent size, I guess. It just and the tough one is like it's so structured. It just looks weird to me. I don't know. I feel like I can't put nothing in there. You then you carrying too much. You 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 a no, bag lady at I that need, point. I need my I need my phone, my lip gloss, my 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 hand sanitizer. If we were on video, I would go into what's in here, and it's very efficient. Okay. Cool. Very, very efficient. (laughs) But, you know, it is what it is. Um, But anyway, back to FBF Bobby. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> now I just want to shout her out. Like, so yeah, if you have a chance, go on her Instagram and you know follow her, look her up, and all that good stuff. Her name is Zakia Blaine. Mm-hmm. I might buy a hoodie this year. She don't have hoodies. I thought you said sweatsuits. She, no, they don't have a hood. They don't have a hood. Oh, I'm okay with that. I like yeah. sweatshirts. She um she just yeah this is her first sweatsuit period. She's never had sweatsuits. Oh. It's more like um like. It's like athleisure, but cute. It's like stuff you could wear to the gym, but also wear as a so outfit. like leggings. She has leggings. She has t shirts. She has okay. like body belts. But I don't. I, that's stuff I don't buy. Um, she has sweatshirts. She has. She doesn't. She doesn't have a hoodie. I don't really. I don't really mm-hmm. like hoodies anyway. I feel like they need to like a football love player. Hoodies. No, I'm into the crew neck. No, but I still hoodie. call them hoodies for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why because it doesn't have a hood. It does not have a hood. I need the pocket in the middle. <laughs> I need some comfort. See, but then when I got the pocket in the middle, I, st- I don't walk out with a bag. I walk out with <laughs> mad stuff. You can walk in out that with pocket. that. And that's cute. That's a look. <laughs> it is little hoodies. But if I have a hoodie, I'm gonna not. But no, that's just too much. Now you look like you got droop in the front. It, it, this is why you know. I refuse. Like I'm not buying any hoodies this year. Oh, I mean, I probably shouldn't either. Just crewnecks. Crewnecks are cool though. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. But I just. When I have a sweatshirt, I just feel comfort. So put my hands mm-hmm. together just make me more comfy. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you, girl. I feel you. Yes. All right. What's your corner, girl? So, mm-hmm. low vibrational plate. Have you seen the clip? No. <gasps> you haven't seen the clip? clip? Okay. See? So, <laughs> these two ladies are chopping it up at a um, cookout. I want to see if I can actually play it. Is it the lady with the plate? With the um, yes. I want to eat. Put that on my plate. Something mm-hmm. I saw it on TikTok. Okay, she's like. Oh, a, so you've seen it? She's like a um fitness person, right? Uh, a, a motivational coach. 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 Yeah, and in this video, <laughs> one woman has a plate full of like a cookout plate. Like you get chicken, a, ribs. you get a bunch of everything because you just don't know what's going to be there the second time around. True, right? You may not eat it all. You might take it home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you got to make sure you get it because it's mad inwards in that hoe. <laughs> and they're going to take it so you get all the good stuff. You want a little taste of everything, right? Normal. Facts. This lady, this other lady is like pointing at her plate and saying how that's low vibrational food and it's not a plate of a lady. And she's pointing with her finger and licking her fingers in the same breath. Oh, yeah. I didn't see that whole video then. Now, it's funny because... A few years ago when I was vegetarian slash vegan. I guess I don't eat cheese, so I guess I was a vegan. But mm-hmm. I never claim it because it'd be, like, too much pressure. Yeah. Um, One thing that led me to doing that was the vibration of the food that you eat. Mm-hmm. So she has a point. Mm-hmm. But she's eating chicken. <laughs> because meat is what carries the vibration. Yes. Right? Um, they like you know the vibration and the energy that it that happens when they get killed. Kill. Mm-hmm. You carry that, you eat that, or they carry that and you eat that. Yeah. So she licking her fingers, eating this chicken, and killing this lady for eating the same thing. Just for eating more. the same <laughs> thing. I just got macaroni and cheese on my plate <laughs> as well. And you know what? That came from a cow's titties too. Yeah. And probably more disgusting. Probably disgusting. Oh, God. Stop. I love cheese. It's literally spoiled cow titty pus. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now I stop eating cheese. (laughs) I just wanted to talk about this because 
it is so crazy how people can look down on other people and it happens all the time on the internet and then like spew like half truth and then people just run with it. Mm. On the post, I mean, she got so many likes. And because she's a motivational speaker, so she has a big following already. And I've never heard of this woman before. But and not to say that I'm the knowing, because I be under a rock. <laughs> but I can only imagine what she's telling these women. Right. Which is the most scary part. Half truths. And then they try to adapt. Like, mm-hmm. imagine going to a cookout and only eating half... A, Putting your, you don't got no leftovers after you eat the two pieces of, and two pieces of chicken and a corn. That was what she had. <laughs> like, girl, be happy. Be ha- right. Stop. Eat what you want. Eating it behind closed. It was doors. a weekend, clearly, because you got a cookout. Oh. Enjoy, enjoy. Okay. I didn't like that clip at all. And it was so fatophobic based. Yeah, that's what I felt. That's what I felt. Because what if this? What it takes for me to be full? Mm-hmm. Now you're shaming me. So now I'm going to throw away half of my plate, waste it, because the kids in Africa always got food, right? That's what my mama used to say. <laughs> Sarcasm. <laughs> right? Sarcastic as hell. A kid in Africa would love that plate. Like, come on now. Right. So, again, let people leave. What did you think about the, the clip? I mean, I was so... So the clip that I saw, somebody was actually... They played like a little bit of it, and they were actually bashing homegirl, the coach lady. So people in the in the comments was going in on her like she not even a real coach she just gave herself from that country gave herself that name um, blah 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 whatever um, I did feel originally that it was I didn't hear the low vibration part I just heard I just, to me it was just her just going off and going in on this lady and the whole time I'm like but you got the same kind of like the same thing in your plate that she just does. less just a little bit less she got a little ain't no green on here <laughs> that's about it like what was the difference i'm like y'all had the same function with the same food so and probably took several shots oh i'm pretty sure like <laughs> drinks were had um but yeah i do agree i think it was like fat uh phobic because like this lady was a you know bigger lady but why you why you in my plate and why you pointing at my plate and who and the like, person never asked you and the person that recorded it yeah you should have stepped in people, and posted no, it people, no people want yo I, I talked about this uh, a couple of days ago people just want like to put stuff out and be like the first one to put something out and it's gonna make them go viral social media has warped our minds mm-hmm. so that wasn't even an instinct of let me jump in and help this lady that was an instinct oh let me put this on videos i post this later and because why is you trying to embarrass me exactly right both, both of them to be you could pull me to the side and be like sis yeah. you got hypertension you need to not be eating so much salt mm-hmm. take care of yourself drink this water because i love you right 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 now you're trying to embarrass me but you're trying to embarrass me mm-hmm. and i my personal pet peeve is when people examine my plate and be like dang you put it away that's yeah, annoying. <laughs> or, ooh, you got a lot of food in your plate. You gonna eat all that? Yeah, yeah, it's yes. on my plate. I put it there, right? What if I would just want to taste test a lot of this stuff? I actually went to a work dinner the other day, and a guy from four people down was like, "Bro, dang, Nima." I'm like, first of all, why are you checking for me?" And I made a healthy decision that day. <laughs> I had a chicken sandwich, and I didn't get the fries. I got the salad. Okay, that's growth. Growth, okay. <laughs> I would have got them fries. <laughs> I wasn't that hungry, so I'm like, ah, get, I get a salad. Yeah. So that's crazy. Mind your business. Stay Not out of my plate. Stay, stay out of my plate. Like, and if you this. really love me, you. pull me to the side. Pull, no, pull. that's not. No, you don't. You just want to be the know it all. Yeah. 
and then embarrass me in process. Right. Nah. Because there are some friends I have, like, accountability with, and I'm like, girl, I'm trying to lose weight, girl. If I you go could, for that other brownie, tell me. Right, but you could also do that in secret. Pull me to the gotta, side. I ain't got to be like, girl, put that brownie down. You already know them thighs is touching. I ain't got to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got to do that. Low vibrational. Put your finger right. all over. What? Right. What? But I love but the internet. Lick your finger, though, right, because it's chocolate. No silverware in the feed. <laughs> no one has silverware, but there's mac and cheese there. <laughs> yeah. Ciao. Um, yeah, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> That's fine. Hilarious. Oh, I was going to say the internet is a beautiful place. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because now they're like, I can't wait for Thanksgiving so I can eat an extra low vibration of plate. And I'm like, yes, it's me too. <laughs> the internet will take something bad me and make too. that shit oh. funny as hell. Let me not to bring this nigga up, but they made a meme about not even a meme. It was like a video about the after after death. That's a goal, right? Mm-hmm. The people in heaven, and it was like Michael Jackson. It was like it was like a whole bunch of. They didn't gonna put a Dahmer in there. I said, why y'all do this? Oh, it was Michael the Jackson? funniest video. But why y'all why y'all put him in there? <laughs> Who put him there? <laughs> they was like, well, I think the meme was something about rocking out to something. I don't know, but why y'all put him in there? Oh, so like apparently Jeffrey Dahmer was in the same prison as Life Jennings. Oh yeah, I heard and that Life that Jennings, today. like yeah, and Life Jennings <laughs> performed a song for him. I heard that today on the Breakfast Club. So I can imagine how they connected that and was like, oh, he's oh. probably in heaven or wherever they at, child, and asking for a <laughs> song. <laughs> <laughs> See, the internet is terrible. It it warps all of our minds. All of our minds. And before we move on, (laughs) Kanye West. I don't don't like him. I don't even dislike him. Because you know what? He is a marketing genius. But he's, but he's, but it's dangerous. He knows exactly what he's doing. But it's dangerous. For sure. I'm not praising what he did. He probably shouldn't have did that. No. Because if I honestly... Should I say this? <laughs> say whatever you want. To, it's our podcast. If I see a black person with a White Lives Matter t-shirt on, I'm going to punch him in the face. You're probably not going to punch him because that's assault, but... <laughs> I'll take it. Because you want to know why. White Lives Matter wouldn't be a thing if Black Lives Matter was not a thing. And I get it. And I get it. There was a lot of weird things that happened with people corporatizing, and but but people always try to find a way yeah. to make money off of something, exactly. right? And all, it, I didn't buy a Black Lives Matter T-shirt. I don't think I ever had one either. I didn't spend no money on the corporation, right? But it was this, it was the saying mm-hmm. that made a lot of sense at the at the time. At the time, shit, forever it still does like, yeah. <laughs> forever. But it was necessary it out, yeah. in the time that it was going on because people were in protest and saying, "I can't breathe, I can't breathe." You know what words mean? Right. Right. So changing it to Black Lives Matter is so much more empowering, has so much more of a positive effect on our psyche mm-hmm. and the message that you're sending to the world. Mm-hmm. Now, White Lives Matter. It's ridiculous. Black Lives Matter does not mean white lives don't. But how many times are I have that same conversation with people? <clears throat> when you refuse to understand, then you're just the problem. That's it. You refuse. You know what that means. Exactly. You get it. Right, because y'all went. Blue lives matter. White lives matter. Uh, yeah, all lives matter. No kidding, Sherlock. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know a Black Lives Matter 
crusader, right, that has ever said, I'm saying this because none of y'all, none of y'all, none, right. no one else matters. Nobody said black lives y'all could matter all only die. Like, no, that's not, that's never been the thing. That's never been the understanding. Exactly. So all of these other movements taking a stance against it is only because we're saying that we matter too. Two. That's the thing. Y'all just missing the two part. Y'all got to put the two at the end so y'all understand what me means. It means that we, we, we matter as well. That's what black lives matter mean. Like, also, two. In conclusion, like concluding. And the thing about Blue Lives Matter that I don't know if I've ever said on the podcast, but these people sign up for this profession and not saying that they deserve to fight for their lives and not go home at the end of the day. But they take it off and they have the choice Mm-hmm. To put that uniform on and ass- and assign themselves to all the things that comes with being a cop, I am born into this. Mm-hmm. Should I even ask to be born? There you go. I didn't ask to be born. I didn't ask to be born woman, and I did not ask to be born black. Mm-hmm. This was assigned to me <laughs> at birth. <laughs> Don't discount my struggle. By atta- it's it's not an oppression war. Let's get over it, people. <laughs> I hope your voice carries. Because. <laughs> and the people it's that like say. It's like a lost, like a lost cause, I feel like. It is. And the people that say, oh, I get what he was trying to do. No, fuck that. I'm sorry. Forget that. Stop excusing his behavior. Because that's the issue. We keep excusing his behavior. Oh, he might have mental health issues. Oh, yeah. So do a lot of us. And we ain't doing half the stuff that he's done. Exactly. He does this now, and I get you. He's a marketing genius. He does this every couple of years, purposeful. Like, but it's so dangerous because you get the other side. Like, oh, see, look, <laughs> a nigger saying yeah, it too. He said it. Clap for me now. <laughs> like, stop. <laughs> like, come on. Like, do better. He got to do better. Just do better. But he not. He's not going to do better. And I hate that we have to use our platform to have this conversation because we're doing exactly what he wanted us to do. Yeah. Talk about it. I want y'all to talk about it. (laughs) The same man that was crying that Kim Kardashian was whitewashing his kids. Child. Right. And now you. (laughs) It's a marketing ploy. He does not really feel that Him and that um, that chick. What's her name? Candace. Candace Owens. Yeah. Yeah. She's another one. I actually think she believed the shit that she be saying. She does. No, she actually does. She I don't think he believes. does. I think he. I don't want to believe that. He does. <laughs> I think he like mix. Like, I believe it, but I believe this too. But this is gonna give me the money. So I'm play this side. <sighs> now she believes everything. So supposedly, I don't know much about her, but supposedly she had an issue like when she was a teenager or something like that, and she got into like some like racist stuff, whatever. And the NAACP like helped her, but she. Felt like she was taken advantage of, like, by the movement and stuff like that. So I think that's, like, where her hatred came from as a teenager. And that's sad. But that's deep-rooted, and that's a long, that's a lot of years. And I'm going to need you to get therapy. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to need you to do that. Get the help that you need. Please. And, you know, get the help that you need. Why is that (laughs) always a thing? Like, they may have mental health issues. As a grown adult, you have the responsibility to heal yourself. Because I know I do. Oh, but I don't think she has to have mental health issues to believe that, though. I don't either. Yeah, no. But, uh, more but like ther- specifically Kanye, they excuse oh. away his crap. Yeah, it's always because yeah. of his mental health issue. If I walk into my place of employment butt naked because I'm having a mental breakdown and yeah, I am on will. a bipolar manic episode, 
I'm still going to lose my job. Yeah. And yeah. And they're going to come strap you. Exactly. <laughs> and and fire me. Don't don't forget that part. Yeah. Right? <laughs> they're definitely going to fire They're not going to say, oh, we knew that she was. No, they don't no. care. Okay. They do Especially not care. Especially with us. <laughs> yeah, mental right? health yeah what? right what yeah, you got a mental like what you have You're a, not a robot no just, you have a brain yeah you have a computer mental health to just work child all that said <laughs> do better do a lot better. both of you people both of y'all please. and let's actually this <clears throat> name this woman's name is stormy wilmington wellington wellington <laughs> yes let's say her name stormy wellington let's say her name moving on you want to explain Oh, that's her name. Who? The the low vibrational plate. Woman. Oh, I thought that was another thing you was going to talk oh, about. Oh, no, 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 no. I just wanted to remember her name. <laughs> oh, that's um the one that was uh the bully, basically. Yeah. The, oh. the bully. Yeah, she was the bully. Yep. Perfect word for that. <laughs> Insane. Fuck her name. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so my black fact of the week goes to Alexander Miles. Um, in short, he was um, basically the inventor of the elevator doors closing automatically. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. Um, basically, back in his time, like, you know, you had to open a door and close it, whatever, mm-hmm. and then elevate it. And people would, like, if the elevator thing wasn't up, they could, like, walk in and, like, fall to their death. death. Yeah, <laughs> fall to their death, basically. Um, and he, they said supposedly he invented it because his daughter, um, his daughter, uh, fell into, uh, fell into one of the shafts, but, um, she didn't die though. But they said that's when she, um, that's when he came up with this invention. So yeah, so he is known for, um, fixing that. He, uh, designed the flexible, flexible belt attachments of the elevator cage and drums positions to indicate that the elevator has reached the floor. So basically he... Made it so that the elevator goes top, boom, ding, and then it closes and opens on its own. So you he's won't the reason die. Why, <laughs> he's the reason why you could avoid awkward conversations. You can just can avoid it. Yeah, like when someone's coming, oh, following press the button, you, yeah, yeah, like, close. Close, 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 or it just closes on. Like, oh, I'm sorry. As the door, as the door I'm sorry. Bye. Oh my, my hand can't reach it. <laughs> <laughs> Cracking our hands. That's so funny. Um, yeah. He was given um, oh National Inventors Hall of Fame. He was put in. He died in 1918. And he was put into the Hall of Fame of 2007. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's so far. <laughs> I mean, I know we probably didn't have. Nah, we had it. <laughs> you was gonna say we didn't have a Hall of Fame? Like, well, National Inventors Hall of Fame, but they definitely had that mm-hmm. in 1918. But you know, you black, so <laughs> who? What? Never mind. His name was Alexander Miles. <laughs> <laughs> say his name, y'all. Say his name. <laughs> Okay, um, so this week we're, you know, staying on the theme of friendships, and one of the topics I wanted to talk about is, like, how to deal with the loss of a friend. So, Nima, what do you think are some, like, what would be your reasons for a friendship ending? Well, (laughs) (laughs) what Um, happened was, when it no longer is, this sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. But hear me out. Beneficial gotcha. for me. Like, it's not helping, aiding my growth in any ways. Actually, no, actually, no. Backtrack, backtrack. Okay. When it's stunting my growth, like actively stunting my growth. Because again, I always mm. say, like, I don't believe people are disposable. I think we all have seasons and reasons. Yeah. And sometimes this is not our season and we may reconnect later. Mm hmm. Um, 
But if it is actively stunting my growth, mm-hmm. then I have to cut it off and it no longer serves me. Okay. Okay. Um. So that's that's you and like you ending a friendship, mm-hmm. basically. I don't think I've ever ended a friendship. <laughs> this sounds so terrible. That's not terrible. <laughs> not terrible. Well, friendships have ended, but I haven't ended them. Oh. Um, I don't know. For me, I think I would probably, I would just, I don't think I would uh, actively end a friendship unless it was something that was done harmful to me. Right. So like me emotionally uh, or physically. <laughs> um, like you, you told would, me my plate was a little vibrational. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna break up a friendship. <laughs> I'm like, bitch, what? <laughs> you low vibration. <laughs> um, so more like if you did something like you know people be out here like, oh, I cheated with my best friend, like some Maury Povich stuff. Well, no, that's Jerry Springer. Something like that, like something in that aspect. But other than that, I don't think I would end a friendship. My friendships have just kind of ended because they just serve the purpose has been served. It seems like, yeah, yeah, time, space. Things just happen. Yeah, like I don't. I haven't had. I'm trying to think if I ever had like an argument with a friend and it ended. Like no, I think that's the easiest way to end a relationship. But a lot of times when that happens for me, it's a it's an actual mental thought from on your part. Yeah, mm. like oh, I let it fade away, but I'm also not. I'm not actually texting you, calling you, trying to see if you want to hang out. Right, that makes sense. So it kind of like. So I'm not answering the phone, right? Cause, <laughs> because, because, because again, like sometimes it's just not our season and I'm busy, you busy, our schedules don't work and I just forget to check in, right? Yeah. So for you friends that are listening, <laughs> if we haven't talked in a while, it's not you. My life right. is busy. However, though, but like sometimes it is intentional where it's just like, I'm not going to call and I'm not going to answer and this is just it. Mm-hmm. Or we've had multiple conversations about trying to meet and I'm always a reconciler. I'm like, yo. I'm just trying to understand mm-hmm. why this happened this way. Yeah. If we have multiple of those conversations and never reach a conclusion or a, re- a resolution, all right, cool. I'm going to fade away, yeah. and I ain't going to answer. Okay. I think that's happened. Um, well, that's okay. Let me go to my next question. Then. So is there a breakup story, friendship breakup story that sticks out to you more than like any? You don't have to like go into detail, but like. More about how you felt about that friendship ending. Yeah. Um, was it an amicable breakup? Like, stuff like that. Um, I have two that I still really think about to this day. Um, one is an ex-roommate. Mm-hmm. We lived together. She fell on hard times. She wasn't honest about the hard times that she, the extent of the hard times that she was experiencing. Yeah. And at the time, I was like, I got a goal this can't mess with me, right? And she's mm-hmm. like, oh, no problem. Like, you know, and I'm just like, if if this is the case, let me know. Right. And she had never let me know. So mm-hmm. then, you know, I log on to PNCG, it's not paid. Uh, see, when money get involved, that's the... Yeah. Oof. I give her half the rent to pay because it's her mom to make sure it gets to the office or I didn't have the time to get to the office. And it's the fifth mm-hmm. and it's not paid. And I'm like, yo, where's your half? Oh, I'm going to get it today. Going to get it. And you got half my rent in your pocket in cash. Right? Yeah. At that point, (laughs) we had to have a hard conversation. Like, look, something got to happen. You got to move out. What what is your next move? Right. 
Um, and when she had no more moves left, she moved out. And I've never heard from her again. Oh, wow. I didn't think that I would never hear from her again. Okay. Because I, I thought I was being very sympathetic to her situation, and she just lied. Mm-hmm. That's my perspective. Again, she might have a very different perspective. I may have been hard, cold about it, right? Right, right. Probably because I didn't have the full understanding. Mm-hmm. But maybe she didn't feel comfortable to share that with me, right? Right. But I think about her all the time, and I wonder, where does she go in the world? Dang. Have I have you, no clue. Did you, like, try to reach out to her like, I've, after she left? You know, I've never tried her phone number. I've, oh. But I've, I have looked up her up on the internet. I meant, like, once, like, she moved out. Like, did y'all, did you try to call, like, a day or two later or something like that? No? No, I figured we needed some space. Okay. I just didn't think it was forever. Gotcha. So I think about that all the time. How long ago was it? Oh, my gosh. Oh, some years. Yeah, some years at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had a childhood best friend, mm-hmm. and our families got into some some stuff. Ooh. And we really tried to stay connected but our family's issues wow. got bigger than our relationship. And it kind of felt like going against your family to maintain a friendship. So it just ended up dissolving. Hey, that must have some serious stuff. It was. Family rivalry. It was. Whew. It was. Both out of our hands, right? Yeah. I think if those things never happened, we would still be very, very close friends. Ooh. Um, like, we talk every man. so often, but like the closeness that we had, I don't think it'll ever be there again. Mm. Um, those are the two that I think about often. Okay. Do you, do you feel like they're like mendable if given the opportunity? If, I, well, if the opportunity presents itself. With the ex-roommate, I feel like too much time has passed at that point. Yeah. She decided I was disposable. I get you. And that's not forgivable. Yeah. Um, with the other, possibly... Because I still, like, speak. And yeah, like we that, still so. speak, and, you know, it's just that you know, we're in different states now, yeah. you know? So it's just like, oh, you want to hang out? It's not That's not it's really not. a thing, right? We got to travel to hang out with each other, gotcha. which probably isn't the worst thing. but And we have done that before, but it's just not because of the distance, yeah. because of adulthood, because in that time off, we both develop friends, friendships outside of that. Yeah. Um, the closest probably will never be the it same. Is. But if there was an opportunity, I wouldn't knock it. Okay. So I think I have two. Well, I, I feel like I have two, but only one makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I had a best friend in um, like high school from ninth grade up until high graduation. Um, we were like really, really close, um, really tight. Like, our families, like, meshed. Um, she started going to my church. She joined my church, like, her mom. So, it's our church at this point. Um, and we went to college. We went to different colleges. Um, but in my head, that's still my best friend. Like, mm-hmm. you know, been with you since ninth grade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, like, we were supposed to, like, visit each other. Her college was, like, probably, like, an hour and a half, two hours away. Um from we were basically that distance apart from each other. So I'm like, we gotta like figure out how we gonna like link up, whatever. And then it would be times where like I was supposed to go there and I and I couldn't and vice versa. Um and one day she sent me a letter. She wrote a letter to this like it went to the school, like my mm-hmm. little mailbox. And in the letter she just was like she didn't think we were real friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she thought like our friendship was like never real, like from like the inception. Wow. And I'm like what? 
<laughs> like, why do you feel that way? Like, I'm just so confused. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, yeah, our friendship was never genuine. And uh, that's really, that's all I remember from that letter. That she said our friendship wasn't genuine and she just didn't think it was like we were actually friends. Girl, she sent a letter. She meant she, that. Yeah. 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 And I was like, where is this coming? I don't, I don't recall like reaching out to her to find out what's going on. Like I, I think I did, but I don't remember that conversation if I did. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was heartbreaking because like, like I said, like we were friends from ninth grade. Like the moment we both stepped into high school, we just became friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was at her house all the time. She was at my house all the time. Like our, it was just like a bond was more like a, a, a sister. Mm-hmm. And I really felt like that relationship was like genuine and always like, like a one. Mm. So yeah, I would mend it if, if possible, but so I, it would like you, like you said, it wouldn't be the same. Um, obviously we're in our, about to be forties. So that was like 20 some years ago. Mm-hmm. So that's a big gap in yeah. time. Um, she has kids, she's married, you know, so she has her, you know, own life. We do, we don't speak, but she does text me on my mom's birthday and my dad's birthday and on my brother's birthday. Mm-hmm. And I always text her for her birthday and her mom's birthday. Um, her mom's birthday is coming up, but her mom passed away. So did mine, you know, but, um, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's the only communication we have. Is mm-hmm. when it's birthdays. Like, have you ever tried to like have more communication? Or you? Just, I haven't. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Um, I think once. So ironically, <laughs> we she joined a sorority in college, and I was like, "What the heck is this sorority she joined? Like, this looks like some crazy stuff. Like, this is weird." I was like, "Oh, she joined a Christian for thir- sorority. Okay." And guess who joined that same? Thirty years and years later, that's so. When I tell you, when I started like going to like my like informationals, whatever, and then I started and I saw like people's names, I was like, wait a minute, (laughs) no, this ain't the one I was cracking out for being (laughs) in. This is like after we stopped being friends. I was like, Mm -hmm. she in that uh, Christian sorority, like, (laughs) girl, you end up being in it like years later. That's so funny to me. That is hilarious. Um, but she saw that I, you know, she was never involved anymore. Like a lot of. I ain't gonna go there, but she wasn't involved in it anymore. But um, yeah, that was like a connection. I think that's what kind of opened the door for like conversation. Mm-hmm. But it was still never no deep conversation between us. Um, yeah. Um, the other friendship, I, I'm speaking at it from right now because I don't know what's happening right now in this friendship. Mm. <laughs> like this friendship has been in from inception from freshman year in high school. Same little, like, click, but us three weren't best friends. Mm-hmm. It was, like, me and – her name was uh, – I can't say her name. But me and the first girl, we were friends. And then me and the second girl, we became more close, like, once we went to college because we went to college together. Mm-hmm. Um, we were also close all through high school, but closer connection in college. Yeah. Um, and I – and the same thing. Parents, my mama, your mama, my daddy, your daddy, like, mm-hmm. stuff like that. I mean, I didn't have a relationship with her parents because she didn't have one with hers either. So that wasn't um thing, but again, like I don't know. <laughs> last year was like the last uh, last October was when I like fully spoke to her. Mm-hmm. It was like, and before that was like prior conversations all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, not all the time, but you know, consistent conversation. Now it's birds are chirping, and I don't know. Wow, and you've never reached out. Yeah, you have. Yeah, <laughs> Ooh, that's the worst. Yeah, I reach out. Um, I don't reach out that often because, like I said, our relationship has always been a 
we gonna get together on the weekend, and then I probably won't talk to you for like another two or three weeks, or mm-hmm. maybe a month. Mm-hmm. But we know that once we talk again, it's gonna be a one. Mm-hmm. That's just always been how we rolled. Like mm-hmm. it's never been a weird thing. Like we wasn't the talk everyday per, um, friends. Um, but yeah, so I can't say I reached out a lot, mm-hmm. but I reached out in the amount of time that I like the amount of time I would have reached out, but probably a little bit less because I feel the distance in, in shade. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you call it, shade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this relationship I would like to be mended, yeah, because <laughs> like what? Right. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. I would like some answers, basically. Yeah. Um, but I'm not gonna force anything either. Yeah, like, I've learned to. I've learned to like let let things just happen. Um, I don't want to just like we said. Like I don't want to force my peace. Like I don't want to uh, inconvenience my peace just to please you mm-hmm. or to or to even just be stressed out trying to understand what's happening. If you're not even willing to give me that time, right? You know, if I reach out and say, "Hey, let's talk," and you say, "Okay," and I'm like, "Okay, cool." When are you available? And you don't respond. <laughs> Ugh. That's kind of like crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So what happens if there's a situation that there's a friend mm-hmm. that is actually going through a lot and is just not prepared to talk about it? And this time frame lasts for a year. And you're reaching out and you're reaching out and you're reaching out and there's never a response. For a year. Mm-hmm. And in a year, on one year from the last time you, she actually responded to you, then comes and say, I was going through a lot. Mm-hmm. How do you mean that? Um, I can sit down and have a conversation with that. Mm-hmm. Um, cause obviously if, if, if I was reaching out and there was no response, I was, if I was reaching out up until the year passed and you finally like say something to me, then that means that there has been a door open still, mm-hmm. um, of hope of, you know, you know, whatever the situation is, I'm positive, positive thoughts. Like, okay, this friendship could be mended. Um, but I would just sit down and listen to them, find mm-hmm. out what's going on. Find it. On one hand, I would, I probably would be the selfish thoughts would probably be like, well, damn, like I thought we was friends. Why you felt like you couldn't come to me and talk to me? Mm-hmm. But then the <laughs> reality and adult in me is like, nigga, I don't owe you nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and not in not in that sense of like I don't owe you nothing, but also I don't owe you nothing. Like if I'm going through something myself, like and I can't even come to the people that are close to me, then it must have been something really serious that I was going through. Um, but I'm open to just listen to the person and understand what's going on, what was happening. Um, and I feel like because there was a constant or consistency with me reaching out, there's been a door open. The door was never closed. Mm-hmm. If that, if I had stopped maybe six months prior, for whatever, before they um, decided they want to talk, then it might be a little bit harder because that at that point I would have already closed my heart to the situation. Yeah. So I have complicated feelings about it because we all go through things, right? And I don't understand why we why we say that we don't owe our friends anything. Mm-hmm. Um because the a part of a relationship there there's accountability. There's a mutual dependency maybe it's not the word, but a mutual relation, right? Mm-hmm. And connection. And if you decide to not talk to me for a year because you are going through things and never consider maybe I'm going through things too, mm-hmm. then did you ever care? I, so, I feel like it's like a shock. Not, it, obviously, you don't know. 
<laughs> not that you stop talking to me. But, and I know we talked about, like, not excusing mental health. But when you do get into that, like, think about depression. You don't think about nobody else. You don't care about nobody else because you are in a state of depression. So you're not thinking about family. You're not thinking about yourself. You're not thinking about relationships. You just oblivious to the world. You know what I'm saying? How much how much does it cost you to just say, Hey, I'm I can't right now. I'll hit you when I can. Sometimes it's hard. And I'm speaking from experience. Sometimes it is very hard to even sometimes I just turn my phone off so that I can't see a text message coming. For a year. And I'm not saying for a year, but I've never been that and I've been in a depressed state for days. So I can understand that, but it's it's really hard for me to say you should have done this because I don't know. And a year goes by fast. Um, sort of, kind of. A year goes by fast. But when you're in that depressed state, you might l- have lost track of time. Mm-hmm. Like, time just got got the best of you, got ahead of you, and you didn't even realize. You know, you probably didn't think something was wrong, and then one day you woke up like something is wrong, and it could have been eight months later, nine months later, and now you're going to therapy trying to figure this out. And now it's like, I need to make amends to people, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I saw, the, it's not the same thing, but I saw this um, this lady, it's totally different, but it's about her letting herself go, basically. Her hair got matted because she just couldn't do nothing else. Like, she was in a bad, bad mental state. Her hair got matted for three years. And it's like, one thing you'd be like, how did that happen? But you just don't know what anybody else is thinking or going through. Mm-hmm. So I just, yeah, I'll give grace to that. Personally, it's a hard pill for me to swallow. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd sit down and listen to you, but the relationship would never be the same. Mm-hmm. Because so much life has happened since you decided that you couldn't even just say, I can't right now. But then what if I can't right now, Lisa? What's wrong? What's bothering you? I can't right now. You I need space. That- even works. So if I say I need space and that goes on for a year. Maybe because I haven't maybe because I haven't been in one of those states for an extended amount of time where like because a part of my healing is being around people, even though like I enjoy my alone time. But sometimes I'm like, all right, you, you need to get out the house because I explained it last week. It's just like sometimes that. The extra energy helps spark something else, right? Mm-hmm. Different conversations, whatever the case may be. Even if I'm in a funk, sometimes I'll get out of it from being with other people, right? Um, so maybe I haven't grown to that level of understanding. But there are times where I turn, like, I, my phones will do not disturb for a week, two weeks, because I just don't have the space and I'm ripping and running or sitting on my couch, mm-hmm. right? And then... I realized, like, all right, Nima, like, you're not being a good friend because these people are reaching out to you. You're not responding. Let me at least let them know what's going on mm-hmm. or partly of what's going on. Like, I've just been going through a lot. Give me grace right now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what true friendship is, is being able to understand the ebbs and flows of the other person's life and your life. Right. Mm-hmm. And being able to be. What's the word? Starts with a C. Uh, compassionate. Oh, okay. Right? <laughs> and and to give that grace. Mm-hmm. But if I don't know what to deal with, I'm mourning the loss of a friend for a year because mm-hmm. I'm reaching out to you. Yeah. If not every day, once a month. I mean, I don't know what's the person. That's literally through. ghosting a friend. 
And Is everyone it? now knows, like, it's a common conversation that friendship breakups hurt a lot more than romantic, romantic mm-hmm. breakups. So I feel like, you know, when you were saying, like, the things that, you know, that take for you, like, you've been in those states before, um, but also those things that you use to to get you back into a better state may not be the same for every, for the friends. So it's kind of hard to say like, well, this is what I would do. Why won't you do it? You know, cause I, that's not how everybody operates. Everyone is operate by like the fuel of other people, bring them back to life. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes nothing that you do just time itself. So again, that's, that's why when I say like, okay, I've been in those states, not, not at weeks at a time, but days and then might might break a day and then another day, another couple of days, whatever. Um, but sometimes the time just helps with it, helps me be relieved. Mm-hmm. So if we are trying to understand the ebbs and flows of friendships in each other, then I am willing to sit down and listen to you. And I am understanding of, okay, maybe whatever you was going through, I, you know, I, I have to hear what the other person has to say about the situation. I just, I wouldn't X that friendship off cause I don't know what they was going through. Right. I don't know what we talk about mental health, but mental health could be schizophrenic. Mm-hmm. That could have been a whole other situation. She probably didn't know she had a friend. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, other things could have been happening. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I want to know. And, again, that's why I said that I would sit down and have a conversation. But it would be a very hard pill for me to swallow. Mm-hmm. I think abandonment for me is a big, like, thing that is hard. It's, it's just hard for me. Mm-hmm. The ghosting, the non-responsiveness, that's hard for me. So I would I would sit down and have the conversation, but I don't know what the decision would be at the end of the day. Even if it's a long term friendship, I just don't know. Yeah. It depends on the situation. I mean, they were like, "I ghosted you because I just needed to be away from you." Then all right, <laughs> I don't need to be by you. Then <laughs> cool. Do you do you? If I was the issue that was making you, you know, feel a certain way, then cool. Then right. That's an understandable yeah. conversation. And I, all right, peace out. But, and, um, but in this dynamic, right, because this is actually a, a situation, not mine personally, but of a friend, mm-hmm. um, everyone follows each other on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And you see this person going back and forth to different places, out of the country, hanging out with other people, make plans with you, and always cancels. But that's different than just not speaking to me for a year. But then you speak to them and they say, I'm sorry I was going through a lot. No, but that you lie. That's a different story. That right there is different. In fact, she could have been going through a lot. Yeah, but you also didn't, you also hung with other people. So it must be me. That's a little bit different. That's a little bit more added to the story. Because if I see you physically or visually, because I'm looking at Instagram and I'm seeing you do stuff. And then you are also responding back to me in text. That's not really ghosting me for a year. That's just you saying, beat it. (laughs) So I'm going to get the hint there. That's a little bit different. Because if you literally just go ghost for a year and I don't know nothing, you're not responding to text, you're not doing it, you your social media is disconnected um, or dismantled, whatever you call it, then I kind of be like, what's, what's happening? I, don't I would know. think you're then dead. I, I would think you're dead too. So I probably would go to your house to find out what's going on. Exactly. So, yeah. So because it that's won't what be a year. Do so it won't be at a year. At this big age. Yeah. So it won't be a year that you just be gone and I don't know nothing. But if you're on social media, I can clearly see that you're fine. Yeah. So if you're like ignoring me, then I. I don't want to hear what you got to say because now you've been hanging out with people and you've been going places. It would have to be a very extreme situation because I just do not think that people can, like the way life works, you can't disappear and unplug for a year. Yes, you can. People have done it. 
Okay. You definitely can. You still got to make money to pay your bills. If, if, you, if, if that, if depression doesn't put you in a, a hole that you don't. And Bro, you four months homeless. in, you getting evicted if yeah. you're not paying your rent. You become homeless. Shit happens to people. That's what I'm saying. Shit happens to people. That happens. That we we can't just we we thinking of it like you're gonna be living still. You're gonna be like adapting, but that can happen to somebody. That can really happen. You depressed. Stop talking to people. You don't go to work. People do. People stay in their houses. Don't go to work. Get evicted. Lose their jobs. Become homeless. Wherever they got. Who knows? That is a real thing that happens. But at the point of homelessness, you didn't read. The, so I just think there's a lot. Maybe the person is that family. Maybe not. Maybe. That maybe, maybe that will work, right? Like that. That's how the situation works. Because again, I don't hear from my friends. Two months, you just ghosted. No mm-hmm. response. And maybe ghost is a hard word because it's a mental health thing, and you just can't, right? Mm-hmm. Two months, you can't. I done knocked on your door. You're not answering. I'm calling your mother, your uncle. Your brother, your boyfriend, another friend, and we're gonna find you because now I think you're dead. Well, yeah, so that you're gonna right? do that. So to the so before homelessness, I'm going to look for you. But so that's but that's also added another scenario, and so now we're we're doing something. Mm. It was the original question was more like if they just don't talk to you, what would you do if they come to you a year later? But, but as a friend, I probably would would have been doing the reaching out, and if I don't get nothing. Yeah, like nobody knows where you at. No one's talking to you. Your social media is gone. Call your job. They're like, oh, she ain't working no more. Like, what? Yeah, I'm gonna think something's happening. Right. Yeah, but like again, like if it's a close friend, going a year without speaking is crazy. Yeah. Right. So would, there's yeah. a lot of steps to get to that point. No, is facts. what I'm saying. Right. So like, yeah, I get you. We we, we are now intervening and changing the situation. And then yeah. at that point, I realize you're going through a lot. And you just don't have this time and space. Even if you don't tell me, but I can tell by your situation, I'm going to give you that grace. So, I mean, so basically a friendship is not going to get to a year of you not speaking to somebody. That, exactly. In that scenario, because you should be, yeah. But if it does. That's a hard pill to swallow. Because, again, that means that if I've allowed it to go to a year, that means that I know that you're talking to somebody else. That's what I'm saying. That, yeah. That's that's another wrench. Like, you know, yeah. like literally someone just being ghost, for, I'm going to think you're dead. Like, what the hell? But if I've reached out, try to find you, then I found you, like, oh, because at that point, like you said, you're going to have a conversation now. Like, what's going on? What the hell's happening? Because now I'm concerned. Now I'm in care. Like, what the hell, whatever's happening, I don't care. I found you. Let's fix this. What's going on? You need help? Let's help. Period. Exactly. But now if a year go by, but I'm seeing you actively on social media. So when I'm I, seeing you. What? When I did say, so that was one situation. But I said, like, if, say, your best friend goes Two months. At that point, you like this is weird. Let me reach out to her. She don't answer. Let me reach out to somebody else she talks to all the time, right? Then you realize that oh, she is talking to somebody else. So then you fall back from that situation, right? That's, yeah. That's one situation. Then there's I see you actively on social media, right? And then you just not responding to me. Why? Cool, right? Yeah. That's on that. I'll take that L, right? Then there's a situation where you're not active on social media. I go to your house because at, at two months, at shit, probably three weeks, <laughs> I'm yeah. like, yo, what's going on? Right. Right? Because what friend do you have that you'll be like, ah, oh, it's only been three weeks. No one has heard from them. Mm-hmm. Right? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Just don't be ghosting nobody. <laughs> I think that's the most childish thing to do. Ghosting, yes. When it comes to friendships. 
I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Why do you think it's different? Oh, because, like, I can just, if I'm, I don't know, like, ghosting and, like, relationship stuff, like, dating, like, I don't owe you shit. <laughs> if I want to talk to you, I want to talk to you. Everyone has their own thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm, so also, ghosting to me is, if I've been talking to you for, like, mad months, and then you just decide to, like, disappear. If I've been talking to you for a week, and then I don't respond to something after that, that's not ghosting. No. So. Yeah, no. That's what I mean, like, yeah, you know, talk to you, bye. Yeah, no, that's a different situation. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't know, with friends, like, I just never had a, well, shit, <laughs> I guess this friend goes to me. <laughs> yeah. But also, like, I've also resolved that because I've seen activities happening. So, like, all right, whatever. I still think it's fucking childish. Oh, yeah, but I ain't about to harp on it. Right, you yeah. you, you move on it's and more you figure like, out. Oh, okay, well. I'll take that out. Fine. <laughs> See you later. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know what's yeah. I uh, now I'm uh, trying to think. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. Now that I think like when I put myself in this particular situation, I mean I will always I will always give grace and listen to the situation and see what's like what's up. If I smell bullshit, then I'm like, that's bullshit. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. Um But it's also hard when you see people interact with other people and it's like Oh, it's me. Yeah. So, it's me. and that's fine. If it's me, then it's fine. We ain't got to be cool. We ain't got to be friends. Or this could be an amicable breakup and everybody. At that okay. point, it's not amicable. I've just adjusted. I mean, it's amicable because it's peaceful. It's not amicable. Like, it was like no friction. Like, I ain't got no friction. So, in my brain, like an amicable breakup or like we both agree. end of a relationship, it's like we have a conversation. Like, all right, that's just, you know, it is yeah. what it is. Like, cool. Like, I wish you the best. And you wish me the best. And yeah. we move on, right? But then if I think it's different than someone deciding that they're pulling the plug and they're just not going to respond and you're reaching out and you don't get a response and then you see that they're still moving around in the world and they're not dead. Oh, no, no, no. I'm saying, I would say Emiko and the fact That's that not we have a conversation oh. and you saying, oh, yeah. like, I'm the issue to your success or whatever. Right. I don't know. Right. All right, cool. Emiko. I keep saying amicable. Amicable. <laughs> amicable. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm be like, but no, if I see it and we ain't had no conversation and I'm like, oh, that's how you moving, sis. That's or bro, because you know. That's not amicable. That's not. That's childish. <laughs> bro, just have a conversation. I, I the amount of times that I say just talk to people, it's like it's annoying. Cause like why why you can't just have a conversation? And and I and I I guess I'm privy or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Privilege? No, no, mm-hmm. no. Um, I'm more keen to like understanding people that have mental health issues, and I always mm-hmm. throw that in there mm-hmm. just as a just as a thought process because mm-hmm. that also I keep going to other conversations, but that also goes to a conversation of like the asking a woman like, oh, why don't you have the babies yet? Pause, because there could be other shit going on here. That's mm-hmm. why. So I always throw the mental health piece in there because there could be other stuff going on. Nine times out of ten, it's probably some bullshit. And you just being childish, you don't have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Or I say seven out of ten because I've never related the two. No, it's not the same. But I'm just saying. Well, yeah, I guess I am saying it's kind of like because if you think about if you attack somebody, not attack, but if you. Asking my like, yo, where you been at? You ain't talked to me for three weeks. Like, what's, what's wrong with you? Like, I ain't hear from you today. You, 
they could be something mentally going on there and they didn't speak to you mm. or stop talking to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't know. Mm-hmm. But we just go off the, this bothered me. Mm-hmm. So I'm coming at you because now I'm hurt and I want I need answers. As mm-hmm. opposed to saying, yo, what's what's going on with you? I haven't mm-hmm. heard from you in three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and, they, and, the, and the person asks, like, why you have no baby yet? You don't know if she had a miscarriage. You don't yeah. know if she had a baby and it passed away. Mm-hmm. You don't know anything. You don't know if she's tried 25 times to have a child and she just cannot get pregnant. Yeah. Um, instead of saying, like, have you ever considered having babies? Mm-hmm. Or, or I don't even know how to even ask that question, to be honest. Cause, yeah. Or just don't ask. Because how about that? <laughs> why y'all be, why we be concerned about if women are having babies or not? Okay. That's a thing. Yeah. You... I'm, yeah, I'm not concerned. <laughs> I'm never, I'm never asked a woman like, "So when are you gonna have babies?" I'm not asking random women. No, on the street, my right? even friends. Really, I've never asked. No, that's not my business. What What is it my business if you're gonna have kids or not? I just feel like as women, we just have those conversations naturally. I've never had those conversations. So you, you and your friends don't talk about marriage. Y'all don't talk about the kind of life y'all want. Like, um, marriage, not really. I mean, we all talk about relationship stuff, but one of my friends is already married, so I ain't talking marriage with her because she's already married. Um, most of my friends already have kids, but even before my friends had kids, we never talked about, so when are you going to get pregnant? <laughs> like, when are you going to have a baby? Well, when are you going to have a baby? Is But when or... That's aggressive to me, right? But me and my friends talk about wanting children. Oh, that's different. Right? And wanting a marriage, right? So, like... I don't ask them because it always comes up in conversation. But that's different than like saying to a woman, like, so why you ain't have no kids yet? Right. That's not the same. I, yeah, I I, yeah, I think no. that's aggressive. Yeah. No, I've we've had conversations about kids. Like, yeah, of course. Yeah. Like if we want but also my friends already have kids, so <laughs> what am I asking them? <laughs> one has three, one has two, hmm. one has one, one has one. Yeah, what am I asking? Yeah, them? yeah, yeah. And nobody asks so Ashley when 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 you're ready when it when is your turn nobody mm-hmm. asks me that because no but is it because they already know your position on it even prior to that okay Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. and you guys never talk about if you want more or anything like that no I never asked I just I don't feel like it's any of my business <laughs> like I don't I don't know like to me it's just invasive that's an invasive question because pregnancy is hard so to ask a woman like you want another one. Like, I know, have, like, pregnancy is difficult, especially for us. Mm-hmm. So I'm just never asking that question. Because hmm. I also don't know if you've gone through something in between there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You might not be comfortable sharing. Because some people don't, aren't comfortable sharing those things with anybody. They just, you know, take it to the grave. Hmm. I just never thought it was offensive. As a, invasive, not offensive. I never thought it was invasive. Yeah. However, if I'm not close with you and you just got engaged or you just got married, I'm like, oh, so when's the baby coming? That's all right. You wowing. That, yeah. Or I'm reaching a certain age and you're like, oh, when are you going to get married and have kids? Right. I don't know. <laughs> but that's also. so. But if it's my girlfriend, we no. just have those conversations. Like my girlfriend just had a baby. And I'm like, would you do it again? <laughs> and she's like, no. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and then she goes in and tells us a story and blah, blah, blah. So like. You know, it kind of just is a I'm natural part about, of our conversation. I guess I'm thinking like, yeah, I've I've probably asked that. So would you do it again? But I think I've asked that in the beginning of like them. Well, only one, like having a baby. I'm like, you'll do this again, like that. But mm-hmm. not a conversation about this. Like, 
It just never comes up. I know how many friends my, how many babies my friends want because it comes up in conversation. I yeah, know. you also have friendships from like childhood up until like now. That is true. So my my friends have been friends from adulthood. Mm-hmm. So it's a different dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm definitely. And they two of them already had kids by the time I met them. Mm-hmm. So hmm. was never no more questions about babies. <laughs> That's a perspective. Not that'll make me think more. Like when I am having those conversations with people, like I don't know what would trigger them. But you know what's also a perspective. You don't know any part of your conversation or. That will trigger somebody. Oh, yeah. So how do you balance that? I mean, I, I feel like we... I feel like there are things that we know that might trigger someone okay. before we ask them. Like, ask, if, if I ask you, like, oh, do you want a piece of my chicken? I don't know that might trigger you to, like, <laughs> when you didn't... Well, oh, you ate as a child was chicken because y'all couldn't afford nothing else. Mm-hmm. I don't know that that would trigger that because that's a regular conversation. Like, oh, you want some chicken? And now you, like, in this deep breath of, like, oh, my God. Now, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. But I think I would probably have an idea that if I ask you, hmm, when did you lose your virginity? That might be a triggering question. Wait, did you lose your virginity? Because all my mind was it was rape. Because what if you lost your virginity because you was raped? God damn, what's wrong with my mind? <laughs> I mean, that's a fair like <laughs> train of thought. But that, but also again, is a, that's, a that's, also a that's a normal conversation. That's a normal conversation. But right. I don't know why my brain would be. <laughs> yeah. Um. More. Okay. More like. Um. I don't know what else. What can be? Well, I guess the whole baby thing. Yeah. Could be triggering. Like, yeah. oh. You know. Why haven't like oh you're like I'm, I'm if I meet you at thirty five and like oh you don't have any kids why you don't have any kids that's crazy that's yeah that's why <laughs> I've had somebody come up to me and say so how many kids do you have now as opposed to asking me if I even have any kids <laughs> why would you why would, why is it the leading question how many they're mm-hmm. high first of all I haven't seen you in about ten years hello but anyway. <laughs> Interesting. I yeah. feel like I learned a lot in this conversation. <laughs> Honestly. Um, so we are like a minute, a minute, an hour, 18 minutes in. So I had some things I was going to talk about, but I think I'm just going to post them for you guys. Um, I did, I did want to kind of talk about the breakups. I, we talked about TV shows last week and I kind of did want to talk about breakups, but we kind of, we talked about both of these, uh, Joan and Tony and Molly and Issa um, last week about mm-hmm. their breakups. Like, um, obviously Molly and Issa got back together, yeah. <laughs> which was a happy ending. Joan and Tony, not so much. Right. Um, but we did talk, we dived into their like, friendships anyway i do um, think molly, molly and isa's was more like dang because the way it happened like molly oh, texted yeah. her boyfriend oh yeah yeah about her while she in the room yeah, oh yeah whoa he did i'm your friend i feel like that was a real like friendship breakup makeup <laughs> like it was it was a good timeline yeah um joan and tony were just they were just they weren't friends. They never were friends. They were they friends. weren't true friends. They were associates they, through the group. They were not <laughs> friends. Like yeah. facts. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. y'all knew each other from what's it? Where was they from? Someplace in California. They was they grew. Up. They went to school together. They grew up from like middle school or something like that. Yeah. But nah, y'all was rivalries from the very beginning. Od, very hundred percent. Um, but yeah, I'll just type this stuff because this stuff came from Talkspace. Um, which Talkspace is an online. This is not sponsored. <laughs> so it's, based, it's an online mobile um, therapy company. <laughs> Speak that into uh, existence. Um, and it just kind of went 
down the line of talking about um, how to deal with the loss. It talks about ending, ending it like a grown-up, quote-unquote. Niggas don't be doing that. Um, giving yourself some space. The loss of real. The loss is real. Acknowledging it. Um, and every breakup is an opportunity. That one was really good, but we 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 deep dived a lot. Look at that full circle because I said that about Tia and her husband. You definitely did, mm-hmm. and that's a great way to end the segment. So, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Because Life Podcast, and remember to. Like, comment, subscribe. Like, comment, subscribe. And, and tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a whole. Peace. Peace out.